0: The deaf camera on. My girlfriend Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? Doors are locked, alarm is on.
1: If anything walks through here, it's gonna leave a pretty good footprint. Did you hear that? Oh my god. There's footsteps in, but there's no footsteps out. You cannot run from this, it will find you. This Woman, same things happen to her. Oh, I feel it breathing on me. looks like something big here. You stop following me with the camera! I'm in control.
0: Get back there.
1: Paranormal activity. Rated R. Please, 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 please. You demanded it. Now playing in theaters everywhere. Alright everybody, hello and welcome to another day, another horror film, 31 Days of Uncle Dad Oween, trademarked by me, of course. Uh... No, I, you know, I said that because somebody recently said, what if somebody steals that from you? And I'm like, well, I don't know why they would, but OK, <laughs> uh, where I talked to my friends and past guests of the show and we have them come on and talk about their favorite horror film, why they love it. And maybe will learn a few things about that movie throughout the discussion. Uh, today, I am joined with a very handsome man. You guys know him as the uh, Sexy Rick, as I like to call him. Uh, let's give it up for Sexy Rick of Sigma Duo Cast. What's up, man? hey what up man do you like that introduction sexy rick yeah i mean <laughs> i like how you uh made it like it's been a thing but
0: first time i love it we'll make it a thing
1: <laughs> well, that's what i do on the show man i just make things happen you know what i mean i'm just like can- hey this is rico whatever sexy for me sexy sexy rico <laughs> i can't say that rico suave because that's fucking trademarked so <laughs> but yeah so we're here to talk about horror film um just really quickly, uh, do you want to tell, uh, our audience, uh, who you are and, uh, if they haven't heard, you've actually done some work with us before in the past. Uh, hopefully we'll do some more work in the future and, um, yeah, let's just say, give us a little brief introduction to yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, like he said, sexy rig, uh, on the, <laughs> on the mic again with uncle dad, uh, I'm from Sigma dualcast Um, so if you guys have a chance go check out Sigma dualcast on Apple, Spotify, all the good stuff. And, uh glad to be back to uh collaborate and uh like you said, you know, hopefully down the road we get some more work here but uh yeah, it's good to be back. I'm glad to have you guys all
1: listen to me again once once again here. Of course, why wouldn't you? Remember sexy Rick in the house? There we go. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh horror movies. Uh before we dive into yours, I mean, they already know what it is cuz it's in the title, but uh before we dive into that movie, uh why why do you like horror film uh as much as you do? Um you know, horror is just an interesting subject and it's
0: it's actually hard cuz when you first asked me this question I was like it's really hard to pick a movie. I have to like go to subgenre to subgenre cuz there's so cool. many genres within horror. Um and so for me I'm very much into the supernatural of things. Uh ironically I've been watching finally catching up on the show Supernatural which is not too bad actually. But I like the supernatural just sexy um, men too. Dude. <laughs> <home>. <laughs>
1: go
0: ahead i'm sorry <laughs> but no uh yeah no it's just it's just um i mean there's so many avenues i could have gone with with horror movies i'm not a gore person and i know that's like a big thing with with, with horror is the gore stuff i'm not i'm not that like i just like like you know the psychological or um again supernatural stuff and so we ended up going with uh you know paranormal activity because i thought that was a pretty cool movie and i think it's a, it's a little under I don't want to say underappreciated, but like, it's not as hyped, you yeah. know? Parental Activity? <laughs> is it hyped? I don't really think it's
1: that hyped. I would argue Maybe it first dropped. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I guess, I think the problem is with that movie is this. so actually, really quickly, for those who don't know what we're talking about, which I'm surprised if you wouldn't, uh, but Parent of Activity was a movie that came out, I think, in a little bit early 2000s, 2007. 2007
0: technically theatrical 2007. 2007, but it was like an indie film I guess. made okay. a couple years prior.
1: Awesome, uh, yeah. So you know, it's it's interesting uh, because when that movie came out, it was about you know this couple living in a house. It was you know haunted allegedly. Then it gets it gets real, whatever. You know, go go rent it. I think you can watch it on Paramount Plus. I think it's free streaming if you're on Paramount Plus. Uh, that's how I watched it uh, recently. Um, so that movie, I think when it came out, it kind of I don't want to say that it kicks. It didn't start the found footage uh, movie, not at all but I think it kickstarted something like the revamping of the found footage movie. And I think that's why it gets a lot of hype in the, at least in the horror circle. Cause I would say I would go to quite a few horror events and people still talk about that movie. And when they talk really? about it, they love it. They love that movie. Like, yeah, some people think it's a little silly, which in some respects it is, but you know, given what they're working with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can come off that way. Um, but I would still say it's widely respected for what it did. I mean, I have some facts I'll, I'll tell you later, but you know, I think, um, I would say it's still very much in a horror fan's heart, for sure. That's good to know.
0: I need to go to more horror like events or cons or something to get the exposure.
1: Well, you should go to uh, Sinister Creature Con coming out in uh, Sacramento. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. Please go visit our friend who was just on the show, Miss uh, Misery. Uh, tell her Uncle Dad sent you. Uh, yeah. So, of Activity, when you watched it, uh, how old were you, and what was the experience?
0: So I want to recon what I said a little while ago. It premiered in Fear Fest 2007 and it premiered in theaters 2009. So that's when it really started to get up, mm-hmm. you know, all the mainstream stuff. Um, truthfully, when I first like saw the trailer and first heard about it, I thought it was kind of stupid. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I thought I was like, this is going to be dumb. Like Blair Witch was like that found footage. And eh, it, 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 ah, there was so much to Blair Witch that I would have like really enjoyed. But oh, man, that ending tell, at the time. was that one that pissed me off i was like dude what but i get it now like going back on it but um but to your point like yeah paranormal kind of like recharged that found footage and inspired a couple other movies um you know post 07 08 09 but i thought i initially i thought it was done but when i finally saw it i was like all right yeah like i can i can get into this and it wasn't until i finally like owned it uh you know home video, Blu-ray or whatever. Me and my wife really sat down and watched it. And that's where like it really started to settle in. And I'm like, you know, I really like this concept. I really like this idea, you know, because again, the supernatural thing really started to take off for me at, at that time, like just searching into like, you know, demons, angels can't see your, your foe and creaky noises. And then dude, like, I mean, who doesn't like at night, especially if you have an older house or, you know, semi decent sized house, or even just an apartment, you're chilling and it's nighttime, all the lights are off. You start hearing some random stuff and you're like, mm, what is that? <laughs> it's, that's, that's <laughs> you're like, Oh, scratchy scratchy you know what it's like you know they have like those memes now where it's like oh this is how you exit a room you you shut the light and you're thinking there's like a spirit chasing you or something you're trying to run your room so yeah no it it really after that like having at home just really uh watching at home it really set in and um I just really enjoyed like the concept of what they're doing, especially when you look back how they made it and you oh, yeah. know, the, the director and how it was like an indie film, they just random house in California that they just say, Hey, we're gonna do this and let's do that and it's like, damn, like this actually, you know, it was only like fifteen thousand dollars to make this movie and went on to make millions and you're
1: like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy to think that, you know, this this person who didn't make movies, right? Because he was a software developer and then like he came up with this idea and you know, it took off, right? Um I wanted to share with you if you would, uh, if you if I may um uh, my recollection of the first time I watched it so I actually worked at a movie theater at the time nice. and uh, I was probably like I think I was like 19 is it anyway so I had gotten tickets um you know I get them for free when I was working there and uh, we actually have a mutual friend uh his name's Anthony and uh, I told him that, hey, you know what? I want to go watch this movie. Do you want to go see it? And he was like, ah, I don't know, man. And he's like, oh, come on, let's go see it. You know, whatever. Everybody's been freaking out about it, whatever. So we went to go watch it. And the whole experience, you know, is, is, for me was riveting. I was like, wow, this is awesome. But what really blew my fucking mind was this reaction to this one uh, couple behind us. So the movie ends and this woman behind us, she had to be like twenty two, twenty three, 23 with her boyfriend. And he goes, babe, what's wrong? She goes, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere. I go. She goes, I am so, I don't want to move. She goes, he goes, babe, we have to leave. And you could tell in her voice, she wasn't kidding. She wasn't, you know, faking anything. She was such, in such fear, that movie drove her so, to that point where she was so scared, she physically couldn't move. Now, maybe that sounds silly to some, but the reality is, that's what I love about horror films. That There's those moments that no matter who you are, there is a movie that connects to you in that level. And Paranormal Activity, although it didn't scare me in that in that intensive way, it did scare me for sure. Because kind of what you're saying. Uh, there was that, that feeling of like, you know, I, I grew up in a very uh, rickety house. And so you hear these things and you're like, oh, man, oh, man. And, you know, and being, uh, you know, Latin, you know, there's always that, uh, those, uh, those weird uh, things that, you know, that our Hispanic family tells us, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, el cucuy,
1: bro. You got to watch out. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch out, right. What is it, the other one? La, la, la. I can never say right, but La Rorioña, right? Oh, um, la Llorona. Yeah, yeah. Which well, cut their own movie, which, you know, yeah, different story. La Llorona, story.
0: Chupacabra, all of them, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah you know, and. So that to me, that really made me fall in love with that movie was that moment was like, she was so scared of that fucking movie that she couldn't move. And I was like, man, how like that is every director's, you know, dream, basically, to make them so impacted by that film, even though it's fiction. Right. But it was such a it drew that line so well that it felt so real. Right. Um, So I'm just curious, like when you had watched it then. So you watched it later in life or right when it came out? Um, I saw it in theaters. Okay. um which i it was like all right
0: um it wasn't until like you know home video which was usually what six months later um that's when i really repeat watch it you know and i'm like okay mm-hmm. um and that was you know i was uh shoot 22 i think um yeah. so i was like all right you know it's 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 it's
1: uh you know right around the time it came out wow so when you um what what's um what's one of your favorite moments of that movie? Oh god. Um I think
0: in the beginning, I think it was just a simple concept when you hear the steps. Mm. Okay, you know, when you're in the when they're in the hallway and you just hear the doom 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 doom, you're like, Bro, something's coming at you. You can't see it nothing, but you're hearing it all. You're uh, like uh, Hold on. Yeah, you know, what what it, what the what the hell? Yeah. And and truth be told, like one of my favorite cause like the first one, they've done seven movies. The first one is obviously like one of the it's of my second favorite, I'll be honest. Like it's my second. Number three is actually my favorite oh, of this franchise. One, yeah. Because yeah. number three, the one that really got me, like one of my favorite scenes like, can in Can I them. guess,
1: can I guess? Yeah, you're <laughs> probably guessing right. Okay. Is it the fan? The fan. The oscillating camera where it moves left to right. Yeah. Is that the one? And
0: when it's in the kitchen and then yeah. like it's going back and forth, right? And then like she, the, the, the main, uh, the mom or whatever, she walks out and then the fan goes this way. And then when it comes back, like yes. everything's gone. Like the furniture, everything's just disappeared. Yes. And you're just like, what the hell? And
1: then it just drops out of uh-huh. nowhere. Oh my God. Genius moment and genius storytelling with the concept of like, because, you know, techno- it takes place in the 80s, just so everybody knows, a Paranormal, Activity, Paranormal, ah, Paranormal Activity 3 takes place in the 80s, and, you know, obviously, technology wasn't there. It would be a big VHS cameras, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they came up with that idea of, like, well, what if I took the oscillating camera off, right, or the oscillating fan, took the top off, and placed the camera on it? Yep. Great storytelling tactic. And then you see that, in that moment you're explaining, it's, it's so dead on, because I remember watching that in theaters, too. and. When well, that moment happens, when she looks up, and I believe it was actually the babysitter—I could be wrong. Um, she, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, and then she stands there and she looks up. She looks up, she looks up and she looks, and then everything falls. Fucking, the whole theater just like erupts. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that that that
0: part was freaky as hell. Like, because you know what? Maybe it was it was either mom or babysitter because at one point I think it was before that or after like you see it's doing that whole thing. And then you see the ghost like in a, in one of the bedsheets and it's like creepy. Ooh, and, yes, yes. and then like she turns around and it just like drops and you're like, bro. And it's yeah. things like that. I think why the paranormal movies like really stood out to me. Cause it's like that this might sound funny actually. Like somebody I'm going to, what I'm about to say, it's going to be like, mm, really? Like, do you think that's more, I feel that could be more probable and realistic. Cause I love ghosts and I love that concept and demons and all that. Then like, something you'd see, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a gore movie where you're just like chopping body, like hostile or something, which hostile seems more probable if you're like in the backpacks of Europe somewhere there's some crazy, but I don't know. Like, I feel more afraid because this is not something tangible. You know, you're not going to you're not gonna fight a ghost where in this case, you're laying it's a It's a person. I mean, you have a semi-chance if you're not super bound to try and fight back. Where here, you throw a swing at a ghost. It's like, nope, you're not hitting nothing. What are you going to do?
1: you know yeah true i think too like it's the concept of uh, you, you're afraid of what you can't see right yeah and if you can't see it can't hear it can't smell it you know what what do you do you know what i mean like what what is it and and let's say it is something you know let's say it is allegedly you know something demonic you know what i mean we only know what we you know what we read and watch we don't really know definitely right mm-hmm. so just to, to know that that that's that potential of something that terrifying in your house oh for sure now i have to ask you know you, you being a married man um your wife springs that news on you. And uh, so the first part of activity, you know, they move in together, the couple, and then she's like, Hey, by the way, I've been uh, followed my entire life by this demon. uh, And I think that's what's coming right now. Your wife tells you that. What's your reaction? (laughs) Um, Peace out. (laughs) Do you believe her though? Do you generally believe her? Man,
0: it's 2023, brother. Anything can be real nowadays.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's my question because it's like i mean like i remember talking about with another friend of mine and like why was he He was so like whatever about it and i was just like dude if your woman tells you that and you see this shit happening to you i would i don't don't know if i would leave but i would just be like why the fuck are you just telling me this now (laughs) i think you know so if it's one
0: thing it's one thing that they tell you that right like you you me or whatever and you're like oh hey like this happened before any type of like weird things going on you 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 know natural reaction would be like okay i mean i didn't know you were crazy but that's okay uh, <laughs> but you know you'd, you'd have that little bit like you know for me i'd be like partially like are you bsing me right now or like maybe this is real okay i mean hey we'll see what happens but then if you get told that and things start happening yeah <laughs> nah, dude like hey listen we're gonna go to a church or something we're gonna get you cleansed i don't know and Hey, we ain't going to scooby do this. I know that much. Like, if it if we can't solve it in the next 20
1: minutes, that's good. You know, uh-oh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's because you're Latin? What's that? you think that's because you're, like, you know, Hispanic? Because we, be- like, what? Believe it? Believe things that's like that? We believe that right Because, I mean, like, I, I don't oh, wanna, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, how do I say this without sounding? Like, you know, I think the typical Caucasian male is going to be, you know, not believing it. Well, it's the thing is when it comes to like, you know,
0: our, our, you know, ethnicity and everything and the culture of like Mexican American for myself, we're just straight Latino. and you know, right. There's a lot of religious stuff behind us. There's a lot of church, you know, Catholic uh, primarily, or, you know, if you're Christian or what have you, but because we have that so instilled, like my, my, my dad was straight Catholic, always going to church or things. So, you know, whether people believe in religion or not, whether they believe in God and, and and if you believe in God, I mean, you got to believe in the devil. Like that's just hand in hand in my opinion. So if you believe this already, that if you die, there's heaven, like you have to, you can't be selective and think, okay, there's just God, angels, the devil, demons. That's it. No, there's going to be all these other anomalies you would have to assume. And so that's why spirits, ghosts, all that. Like I have to believe that with it. um, and then you start going into demons and, you know, possession and stuff like that. Like, yeah, of course, because I have this religion that sure. I believe in. Well, if so. you didn't, it might be a little bit different. You know what I mean? Because now you might be thinking, you know, oh, that's, you know, pixie dust. You know, what are you talking about? Yeah, you know, yeah. but oh, you're just crazy, lady. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think, you know, if you really, you know, if, if you look at Latinos, especially like those from Mexico, I mean, that's religion's a huge thing.
1: Oh, yeah. So yeah. That's
0: why we have all these folklore stories of, of all this other stuff, you know, like the Llorona and, right. you know, the Chupacabra and Cuckoo, all that stuff, dude. So even like when they did the marked ones of the Paranormal oh, okay. Activity, yep. which was heavily focused on like Mexican uh characters, like that was, that was hardcore, man. He had like Abuelita and everything, just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything. So, I mean, I mean, that one, that one was, uh,
1: you know, kind of relatable in the <laughs> sense. I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah, I was watching that one too. And I was like, wow, this is like hitting all the notes, you know, being Hispanic, right? So I was like, wow. I hear you completely on that one. Now actually I'm kinda of glad you brought that up because I wanted to dive into that really fast. Is uh, the the Paranormal universe, if you will. It lasted, you said seven films. Yeah, they've done
0: seven films. The last one they did was just recently released uh, the Next of Kin. It was a Paramount Plus exclusive.
1: Yeah, so okay. So that one I so I've heard that people don't count that one because it's technically a reboot. They, that one, have you seen that one? Yeah. You know what's funny? I was thinking about,
0: like, did I see this one or not? And um, I was reading the plot on Wikipedia, and I was like, oh, you know what? I did see this.
1: Yeah. Because it's supposed to, like, take place without those other ones happening, I think, right?
0: Well, I think what it is is they're moving on from the um, the story of the original family. So I don't, I don't necessarily okay. consider it, like, a reboot. I mean, you can, I guess, in, you know, movie jargon. I think it's just more of, like, it's in the same universe, but it takes place, like, you know, over here in the East Coast type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's got it, got the it. same, but somewhere Because even, like, the marked ones, it was, like, a standalone, it felt like. You know, had none to do with that. But eventually, towards the end of the film, Good it idea. looped it back to the original family that kicked off, you know, all these movies.
1: Now that you play the VR game. I haven't played the VR game. So I did play that. Did you? Uh, yeah, so that? It's, you know, it's... I don't know if you remember or not, but there was, like, a time period where... All these like amnesia like games are coming out. Yeah, and by amnesia, that's a game basically where you don't attack; you just run you hide away from a monster, you're trying to escape. You know, this room or not room, but house, right? Like it's a first person experience. Uh, but this like one's- Outlast. Yeah, 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 right. Like, but that, that whole time period, there was all those kind of games coming out. I mean, Layers of Fear, uh, the old, the original one, and then a bunch of other. I mean.
0: Even mainstream like Aliens, I think was even yeah, uh, too, yeah. yeah, was trying to be like that, where you are just running around the ship trying to hide from an alien.
1: Yeah, so with with this one, it's it, um, it's cool. I mean, it's scary because it's VR, right? And if I think horror film or horror games like that are terrifying in in VR. Like uh, well, there is another one that's very similar to it called Fan phantasma or phantasma or something like that i can't remember what it's called but it's a vr game very similar uh but you know what man honestly you can do, do without it you know it doesn't really add anything <laughs> it doesn't like i mean it adds like like mo- like like things that connect it but not like enough to be like oh wow this is so necessary you know what i mean yeah it's just buying on the on the just giving you the experience in a right. virtual sense and the thing is, and it's not I even mean, like the, the the right experience, right? Because the experience of activity is through what? Through the camera, right? Through the security yeah. camera, right? and through the through the, the notion of whatever. So you being the person is kind of like you're in the movie rather than you you experiencing it the traditional way, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if I would say I'd recommend it, but if you can get it cheap enough, I would I would definitely get it. If you have a PSVR or a Oculus, I think it is. Um. So, uh before we uh completely wrap up here uh paranormal activity you know it made a lot of shit ton of money uh yeah. there's some interesting facts about it now you did mention some already so thank you for that making my job so much easier uh, <laughs> but uh i did want to actually talk to you about do you know the story about steven spielberg um actually i'm glad you brought that up
0: because I'm, i think i know what you're going with this because i was going to ask you uh a deep cut their movie has three different endings and i get the main theatrical ending which i assuming that's where you're alluding with Steven Spielberg, cause he had a little bit of it. I, I read he had a little influence in that final ending that made theatrical. And I get it. They wanted to franchise it and they made more, mm-hmm. but I was going to ask you of the original endings, Definitely. which ones, uh, which ones did you, did you like?
1: I mean, I guess I had to pick out the originals. I did like it when she, uh, she got killed. You know what I mean? That was cool. Did you, but- was it the one where she got killed by like the
0: cops or the one where she like came up and just like
1: took her own life? No, she got killed by the cops. That's my favorite one uh, from the originals, at least, just because it's also kind of a good parallel. To be honest with you, yeah, um, I,
0: I like that one a lot too because it actually makes a little more sense. Because you know, the friend tried to find her and nothing, and then she sees the Mica downstairs like dead, and then right. calls the cops, and they're like, "What's going on?" And
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. It's a, it's a, it's a, it is a good setup for sure. But the story of the Spielberg, ah, the story of the Steven Spielberg thing is incredible. Now, do you know that story very well, or no? What's what's the story? Um, so basically, there's there's two parts to that story. So there's a there's an uh, urban legend. First part, And the first part of the urban legend is that he felt that his copy of Paranormal Activity on DVD was was haunted. And so yeah, he thought because crazy shit was happening in this house, I guess, and he thought it was haunted. Now again, there's no actual proof to this. This has just been like a Hollywood urban legend. The mind and games so, I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, dude, totally right. And so because <laughs> of that, he sits down, he watches it again, and and he's watching it, and he's thinking about it, and he's thinking about the film, and he's like, man. Because there's something here, and so he reaches out to the Paramount team and says, "Hey, you know what? This movie's going to make you a lot of money, but there's something you need to do before you do that. You need to change the ending, uh, because I'm telling you right now, you have a million dollar franchise, like a multi million dollar franchise on your hand. Uh, originally, we're going to do it, but after you know, but then you think about it. Obviously, Steven Spielberg is giving that green light. Why would you not do it?" And uh, so listen, they did right, of <laughs> course, and so you know, he does it, and obviously, the rest is history. So, I think what's fascinating about that is to think also the caliber of that director. He sits down, watches this movie, gets all freaked out, and for him to just know, like, hey, this is going to be a huge hit. I mean, because I mean, ultimately, it could have just been like a run of the mill, straight to DVD horror film, or like, you know what I mean, but because of the fact. That there were certain factors in it, and he knew those factors. I think that is just such a it's a great story. And for a guy who never made a movie before, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because let me tell you, his follow up, Oren Pelly, was not very good. Oren Pelly's follow up was called Area 51. Did you re- watch that? Oh, yeah. It's like about aliens, like a found footage alien movie. Yeah, I actually watched it because I love alien movies. And- it really sucked, though. Yeah. I don't want to be so brutal, but like it was not very good. Um, do you remember anything about that movie?
0: Not really. I'm trying to look because it came out 25th. I don't even really. I know I saw it once, but no.
1: I'm like reading. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, no. Yeah, because so when it initially hit theaters, like it flopped. Like it made like not like not very very much money at all, and that was the problem with Oren Pelly, I think even though he struck gold for sure, I don't think he ever struggled again because he also did a TV show on Fox called River. Oh, I didn't did you know that. Yeah, it had um it actually starred the it didn't star her, but she made a cameo with the girl who played uh Katie, right? Uh yeah. So and it had some like Micah was in it too. Like not him but like the actors. Yeah and uh I think that I was a what was that? I think that's their actual that name. Is, yeah, you're right. That is their actual name. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah, so there you go. Uh but yeah, they were in that and um it was like a it was like a horror drama drama for Fox. Uh but again, it failed. And uh you know he does the Area Fifty One doesn't 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 fail. So you know sometimes I just think filmmakers you know they get they get that one hit and they're kind of set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, He's not a lot of producing things. I think
0: not um, producing. I mean he he didn't like direct. I don't. He he was a producer. I don't know what kind of influence he really had, but I mean he had uh, he was involved in all the Insidious films, and I think those are some pretty good movies too.
1: Yeah, you know that's true. He is, and I, I wonder what his element of uh, inclusion was that was because. I mean, James Wan is an amazing filmmaker, a horror filmmaker yeah. on his own. Yeah. So, and I'm hoping somebody's nobody's picked that movie yet, Conjuring. So I'm hoping somebody picks that movie. And well, it was between movie. that, it was between that and Paranormal. I won Paranormal.
0: I got a, I got a, a replica, life size replica of Annabelle in my house. Why? Because, bro, my wife's into spooky shit, dude. And. She's like, Dude, she loves all that. She like loves these paranormal. She's the one that really like got me to rewatch the Paranormal, oh, movies nice and Conjuring, all those like that whole universe. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Like, so I
1: don't, don't want to get too much off topic, but I have to ask: Did you watch the Nun 2? I haven't yet. Okay. I've been I so busy. Watch, watch I've been that. so busy
0: on my side project stuff that I haven't had a chance to um go to. Me. Which probably we might go maybe this weekend.
1: Um, since oh, we're sure. in LA. <laughs> Excuse me. Awesome. You you totally should. I, I, the nun too. So I didn't, well, I guess, you know, little bonus, little bonus talk here. What is your thoughts on the nun? The first one. I'm just curious. I really, I
0: enjoyed it. Truthfully. I thought it was interesting. Um, a lot of people don't really like it, but from like that I know of, Um, in my circle over here, but I thought it was a really well done movie. Um, it was a little predictable in some of the scares. Like that's one thing about horror movies that it's a bit hard to do is when you can tell something is about to happen. Um, especially when they start playing those little eerie theme soundtracks, and you are like, okay, yeah, like it's a possession scene or it's a ghost scene. Um, and then some of the jump scares were just a little there, but whenever the nun actually appeared, that was pretty. She was pretty intense, and I actually do like the connection. I don't know if it's a recon if they if they meant it but you know it's like marvel you know they like make a movie five years later they're like oh let's find a way to connect it to that one you know but i really like the way they connected uh Mm -hmm. the nun to uh the conjuring because the conjuring has like before that movie starts you have the little snippets actually even followed into uh conjuring 2 because that's where we actually see the nun for the first time is conjuring 2 and so we're like oh what's that let's get more. And so I'm really curious to see how, like, and what the sequel is about. I haven't seen it, of course, but, you know, I want to see how, how can you really make a sequel to this? Like, what's the story? And so, uh, but I'll be checking it out for sure.
1: Let me know what you think. Uh, text me about that when you get, when you watch it, because I'm curious your thoughts on that, because I, I did see it and uh, there are some really cool filming tricks on there, but I don't know if I, if I loved it, I should say, I, I would say that I, I think I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I, I, I really liked it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel it's like a one hit, like a one-off
0: or if it isn't a one-off, you would have to have like an all new cast all-new uh story. But the fact that it's continuing the, yeah. the, the girl from the first one, you know, her journey, it's like, Hmm, unless there's some big other twist tie that I haven't seen yet. Cause obviously I haven't seen the movie. So once I say it, I'll let you know for sure. So please, it goes.
1: yeah, I think and it's kind of funny you say that too about that, because that's kind of what Annabelle did, right. Where they had that first, uh, what do you, uh, prequel, I guess. And, uh, it, you know, it was okay. But then they did the second prequel, right? I think it was like creation, right? Or no.
0: Yeah. And then they I did, think- they, they did. Annabelle was introduced in conjuring. Right. Um, And then they did a prequel, which I actually did like the prequel. And I loved how that tied to the conjuring Annabelle part. Right. And then they did creation where it was more of like the, the beginning of the dolls yes. uh, creation. And we actually see, what inhabits you know yeah. the, possesses the doll and stuff like that so
1: yeah i dug that one way more than the first annabelle pre personally uh just because it was kind of a cool d- d- dive into the character and kind of like learning more about it i mean those kind of like those kind of facts when you dive into that is, are kind of fun you know what but I mean? it's
0: like it's like how we said it it's it's how they you you can't necessarily continue the same characters and stories you start in this yeah. one it's like it's a one-off because it's what what story and what we're really seeing is the progression of the doll and the demon right not so much those people. And that's why with Nun too, I'm i I'm curious because like, I can see the nun haunting another set of people somewhere elsewhere. But the fact that we still have the same character, uh, you know, protagonist, if you will, from the first one in this one, it's like, mm, okay. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. me see. Let me see how that works out. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, well, uh, Rick, before I completely wrap up, cause we're almost going to wrap up here. Thank you for talking about turn on. I always, when I get to talk about this movie, I always get very excited. So, um, I, I did have more facts, but honestly, I just enjoyed talking about it with you, so that's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about you really fast. Uh, is there anything you want to kind of let the audience know about that you're working on and where they can find your shows and all that good stuff? Yeah. So again, Sigma DuoCast, check us out. I was supposed to be doing a, like
0: a big thing um, the end of this month, uh, September, bleeding into October. But um, what do you call it? Because I'm hitting my three-year, three-year anniversary. I'm very excited for that. I but okay. It's it's cool man so i'm gonna i'm gonna take a quick little beat though so that way i can kind of realign because i've been putting a lot of my focus and time i started actually started a uh, quote-unquote small business uh with me and my wife i like to call it a side hustle uh, you know but i did the whole thing that you had to do through california
1: but are i mean, you guys uh, going to bust ghosts because she loves ghosts
0: you guys are gonna start hunting ghosts you're gonna start hunting ghosts yeah we're gonna be like the winchesters man it's the new business for us <laughs> i was
1: like oh man this guy's like you know we're doing his business now we're watching supernatural Yeah, man, <laughs> dude like i've been so i've been
0: i'm making i'm making keychains they're like they're it's k-pop and anime like oriented. but what's funny is just to kind of give your listeners a quick idea of how much time i've been putting in this so i work my 40 hour normal job that i do and then when i come home i you know essentially start working on creating these things and so um Speaking of Supernatural, I wanted to start it because I started a long time when it started. But, you know, back then we had Netflix rent one DVD at a time. I don't have streaming back then. So I thought <laughs> it was on Netflix. I'm like, all right, I'm going to finally, you know, sit down and watch all of Supernatural in one go. So in the last two and a half weeks, I started with episode one. I'm currently on season nine oh and God. like episode 15 or something. So literally in two and a half weeks, I've been binging Supernatural in the background, of course, while I'm making all this stuff. But yeah, check us out. It's called the little bit side gig. It's called Cena Sons. You know, we have, uh, huh? Can you spell that for him? Yeah, it's uh, S-E-E-N-A dash S-A-N-S. It's pretty much my wife's name, but like, cause we call her, her name's Selena. So I call her Cena. And then Sans, it's like a Japanese formal thing. Um, you know when they say kun or whatever at the end of a name. Um, so Sans is more of like a friendly invitation. Um, so that's the you know play on words because again we we focus on anime, K-pop, like all that type of things, and eventually breaking off into other other genres, other things. But um, but yeah, we're gonna be uh, doing a LA this weekend. Our first vendor event. Very excited. And then um, this this will come
1: out a uh, way past that though.
0: Oh damn! That's right. That's right. This is for Halloween. Remember, thirty-one days. Oh, Oh, you're doing it one. That's right. That's right. Well, back then, (laughs) few weeks back. (laughs) Anyways, but either way, I mean, we're doing our we did our first event. We're doing our second event in San Jose in October. Um, We'll do more, of course. But like I said, just check us out on Instagram, and you can see what we got going on. And now we'll be opening up an online store eventually. I'm just focused on these. uh, cons or uh, venues or whatever we want to call them for now, but if there's some you like, check it out. And if there's some you want, in this case, horror movies, because I can make a uh, little replica, you know, movie your favorite horror film, like maybe a paranormal activity. You know, have a Blu-ray uh, replica keychain, you know, with you at all times, or uh, whichever movie you like. So, a lot like of possibilities.
1: I love that. Now, actually, uh, I'll, I'll put this out before your October event. So, when's the October event? Uh, that's, uh, going to be the 7th and the 8th. Okay. And where at sounds like,
0: yeah, it's going to be in San Jose. It's a, um, Bay area, excuse me, Bay area K fest event. So they'll have like a, it's actually my first time going to one of these, but they'll have like, you know, performers and stuff like that. And a lot of different vendors. Um, but yeah, it's August uh, 7th and 8th, um, two day event, San Jose at the, uh, convention center down there in downtown San Jose. Oh, um, actually, really? the South Hall, I think it's what it's called. So oh,
1: the South Hall. Okay. So for those who don't know, it's the giant blue tent. Yeah. Yes. That's that's it right there. Awesome, man. Well, I will definitely come by and, and support you guys too. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, much obliged. Yeah. Always a pleasure. And chatting uh, paranormal activity with me. It's hey, always-
0: real, real quick, because I know you weren't really stressed on time and I don't want to go anymore, but just a real quick like one take. Yeah. Are you at all interested in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie that's coming out?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, I am actually. Just because, just because uh, I used to work uh, just like you know where you and I had met at a major gaming uh, gaming retail store, and I remember that fucking place with like all in on that fucking game, and everyone yep. going crazy about that game. And it made because people went crazy. I had to play it myself, and I got scared. Sure, not entirely, but like just you know, a I'm scared. moments. I'm scared. Yeah. But I'm so curious to see how they're gonna make that first game into a fucking movie because it's like it's literally just one panel. <laughs> Have you watched the trailer? Uh yeah, I saw the newest one, yes, where okay, so I was going to go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was just going to ask if you watch the trailer just like your gut reaction to that trailer, you know.
1: Do you think Oh, yes. Good? Yeah, you know when I first watched that that new trailer, it really got me like, "Oh wow, this is like this is like more intense than it should be." But then I'm curious though. A lot of kids play that game, so is it going to be I don't know if it's do You know crazy. the story of it? oh uh, what do you mean? Of Finance of Fridays? Do you know like, like the story? The development story or the, or no, the, the actual like
0: store, the lore of the, of the game.
1: No, do you? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. But dude, I... like, my kids loved it.
0: And I'm like, what is this? And I re- I looked into it and they've made books and we've had, we have some of the books. Whoa. And it's a trip. I'm, I'm not going to say anything what it is. If you, those that know it, you know it, but.
1: Is it much it, deeper than I expected?
0: Yeah. The movie seems to be covering the story from the books and obviously the game. Yeah, fairly well so i'm not going to spoil it for anyone since the movie comes out um towards the end of october i believe um on uh what's it called it's gonna be in theaters but also it's gonna be for streaming right away on uh, what's uh
1: peacock is it oh is it i didn't know that
0: i think it's peacock yeah it should be day and date uh theaters and streaming same day whoa i remember correctly so hopefully i'm right on on that one i don't have my i'm not looking it up right now but if i remember correctly it's going to be streaming on that and i think it's peacock because it's an an universal movie Okay. Um, but yeah, um it's got a it's got a story to it and it's a
1: little bit like what the hell and it looks like the movie is gonna follow it. So interesting. Okay. Well you got me very you got me more excited for that now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, if it's if it's a big hit, maybe I'll do a, a little feature on that too one day. I don't know. Thirty one days, thirty one horror films, thirty one conversations, it's a lot. So we're mm-hmm. trying to get this all together. So uh thank you again, Rick. I really appreciate it. Absolutely pleasure. Go check him out. Uh, great stuff. Uh, and also, if you haven't heard, he's also been—he's uh, done some work for us as well. Uh, so look for his interview. Uh, he did with one of the actresses from Elemental. Um, uh, but yeah. So without further ado, Rick, thank you again. And uh, remember, everybody, doing this is so great because we get to connect through a medium which allows us to connect through our fears, which is horror film. And there's nothing better than that in the world. So go out there, go celebrate Uncle Dadoween and watch your favorite horror film with your friends. I'll see you guys all tomorrow.